Welcome to Covenant Church's Sermon Discussion. This conversation happens most Wednesdays on Facebook Live between me, Michelle Lichty, the Communication Director at Covenant, and the Preaching Pastor from the previous Sunday. If you haven't already, I recommend listening to the sermon before listening to our discussion. Start with let's start with you because we want to hear your story. How did you get started in missions? Yeah, it's kind of an unglamorous and almost embarrassing story about how I got started in missions. Um, I, um, Kurt, my husband, and I were um, high school youth leaders at Covenant many, many moons ago. We um, started off that way when we first were married and um, enjoyed that time. And one thing we did as part of that is to take a missions trip with senior high to Mexico. Um, We also took one inside the United States, but um, significantly one to Mexico, which was really the first missions trip I had ever been on. And um, that was full of fun and stories and um, and uh, really a, an enjoyable trip in so many ways and an impactful trip for me. So I got back and uh, we had young children at the time and um, someone from the Covenant Missions Committee called me and said, we think you should um, join the Covenant Missions Committee. And I remember thinking, uh, I am not interested in missions. <laughs> Why would they ask me? Just because I went to Mexico once does not mean that I am interested in missions. <laughs> and so um, I prayed about it for um, for a while. And um, I am often of the attitude of if the Lord presents uh, opportunity before me, that um, unless he says, no, I probably should jump in at least for a little while and see what happens. And so that was my attitude. I'll jump in just for a little while and see what happens. And, um, you know, how many years ago at this point was that 30 years ago? So uh, (laughs) a while became more than just a little while, (laughs) just a little while. And I found that um, the Lord knew that I was passionate about missions before I knew that I was passionate about missions. Um, And, uh, and honestly, it is download the best committee to be on at covenant. Um, I may be a little partial at this point, (laughs) but uh, really the most exciting um, thing to be a part of and um, has really just impacted my life and our family's life in such incredible ways um, that I am grateful to have been a part. Oh, yeah. And we're grateful that you are, that you've been a part of it for, for that many years, because it brings such consistency and you bring such thoughtfulness to, to missions. Um, I just really appreciate that. And I appreciate you. And I want our audience to know that we had some issues with Facebook. We are now live on Facebook. So you may not know that I am talking with Julie Williams, who is the chair of our um, missions partnership committee. And so, um, and Julie was just telling us her story of how she got started, which you heard all of it. Um, you just may not be, may be thinking, well, who is this person and why, why are we talking to her today? 
we're talking with Julie because we just enjoyed our mission celebration Sunday this past Sunday. And Dwight Pinnock, who spoke on Sunday morning, not going to be available from Jamaica to do a Zoom call. And so I invited Julie to come on to talk to us about missions at Covenant. So Julie, I'm so thrilled that you are here today and that you're a part of the missions committee, our missions partnership team. So what I would like to know is, um, how do we do missions at Covenant? I mean, I know, but some of our audience doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm excited to tell you about how we do missions at Covenant um, because I think it's done in a very thoughtful way. We have really um, gone after the idea that we want to really partner with our missions partners. Those that we fund, we want to partner with them. We don't want to just throw funds out there in, mm. you know, we want to develop relationships with them. We want to encourage them. We want to really keep track of their ministries and come alongside them. We want to have congregational involvement. And so with those goals in mind, um, long ago, the missions committee decided to choose specific areas of emphasis, um, and we often call them focus areas, mm-hmm. that these are areas that we um, feel like God has called us into, and some of them are geographical areas, and some of them are other, and I'll explain that in a minute, but um There are areas that we felt God specifically was calling us into. And in saying that, that means that we kind of already had partnerships started in these areas. Mm -hmm. And we could see where relationships were beginning to develop. And that Mm. specifically the makeup of covenant, we could provide an impact there. Mm -hmm. So that is kind of what we have worked toward is to, to flourish these areas of emphasis or focus areas. And um, those areas are, and some of them you'll understand immediately why we (laughs) thought this should be a focus area. The first one is Purdue. Um, Obviously, you know, we are located right here, you know, in West Lafayette, so close to Purdue's campus. We've always Mm -hmm. had college students coming, but even more importantly, we've always had Um, many of the um, campus ministries leaders come to covenant Um, from long ago. We've always had leadership um, be attending covenant and be members of covenant. And so for that reason, we decided that this is really an area of emphasis that God has given us. And that, that is a a focus that we should have. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one of the focus areas. The next one is, again, kind of an obvious one, but (laughs) this is covenant sent or called from covenant. Mm -hmm. So what that means is people that who maybe grew up at covenant or attended covenant for a a period of time and were involved in covenant, people that we consider part of our covenant family, Mm -hmm. um, and then God called them onto the missions field. Mm -hmm. So those are people um, we call sent from covenant or called from covenant. And um, these are people that we want to support in whatever area they, God calls them to, not just to a certain geographical area, but 
because they're part of our family. We want to support them wherever they go. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. So um, another area that we had felt specific calling to is our local community. Mm -hmm. Um, We certainly want to support ministries in our local community. And as a church, we cannot probably be experts in the areas that some Mm -hmm. of these are experts. Mm -hmm. So in things like um, uh, Bravely Women's Health, where they're providing expert um, counseling and um, and the physical needs that are there for um, counseling women um, who Mm -hmm. are pregnant in crisis pregnancies. Um, Trinity Ministries is another one, um, Mm -hmm. providing help in um, men's particularly men's um, addiction um, Mm -hmm. resources. Um, Salvation Army and Lafayette Urban Ministry are two more providing help to um, the underprivileged and poor in our community. So these are um, areas that we want to be involved in in our local community, in our local community. But here's the experts. So let's partner with them. Right. Yeah. Um, These are also places where many people in our congregation our volunteers. Right. And so that drew us to them also. It makes sense to partner with people who are in our family already working in a mission field, whether you're overseas or locally in the Lafayette area. Right. Yeah. Right. That, and that's been very helpful for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Another area that um, if you've been around covenant for a period of time, You've heard a lot about this is Jamaica, of course, Dwight, um, who <laughs> preached on Sunday, and we were so blessed by that as part of our um, Jamaica outreach. And mm-hmm. we have recently kind of combined that with um, Caribbean, other Caribbean things, um, such as a long-term relationship that we have in Merida, Mexico, with a seminary there providing um, scholarships for pastors and worship leaders that come through there. It's a Presbyterian Mm -hmm. seminary. Mm -hmm. We've had a long relationship with them and have sent many mission teams to Mexico as well as to Mm -hmm. Jamaica. Mm -hmm. So um, that is really considered one of our focus areas because of that long-term partnership and the deep relationships that we have there. Right. Right. Um. Another one is Romania. Um, Through, uh, I think, the start of a partnership with International Needs Romania brought to us by one of our members of our mission committee from a while back, Mm -hmm. um, a partnership with International Needs, um, we began to be involved in uh, ministries in Romania. And now we have several partners in Romania doing several different ministries. And that's been a long-term partnership as well as a partnership with um, our own David Henderson traveling to Romania. Um, I don't know. I can't even tell you how many years now and how many trips he's made doing something we call seminary in a suitcase, which is Mm -hmm. a training ministry to um, pastors in Romania. Many of the church planters in Romania have not had a formal formal seminary education. And so this is a way that we can continue to build into them mm-hmm. um, development and refreshment, honestly, right. um, by doing these seminary in a suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have one more 
focus area. And that's right. kind of a broad one. Yes, yes. This is a bigger <laughs> one. Um, really developed from a desire um, from many people involved in missions to reach the unreached people groups. Some of the other areas that we have do have unreached people groups, but this one in particular, Middle East, North Africa, is, is an area that many people consider to have the largest one of the largest populations of unreached people groups. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so we have partnered with um, several ministries in this area, in, <clears throat> in Egypt, in Turkey, and in several other countries. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, and fortunately, I mean, we're fortunate to have some wonderful partners there. Unfortunately, they are um, partners that we can't talk about a lot. Um, well, sure. For security reasons, right? Exactly. I mean, we don't want them or the people with with whom they work to be become a secure you know be killed basically i mean that's the risk yeah there there are a lot of threats to their ministry um you know threats that they would have to leave the country and like you said threats that they would be physically harmed mm -hmm. um, because of their ministry so we don't get to talk about them very much, or if we do talk about them, a lot of times we use, you know, different names or different, um, mm -hmm. you know, countries, or we just don't say it at all. Mm -hmm. um, but um, really amazing things are being done. And um, it, I mean, it, that's always a very encouraging place to hear from too. Oh, and what a privilege to be on the missions team on the missions partnership team where you get to hear all those stories and you get to know those things that generally can't be shared publicly. That's a real privilege. Yeah, honestly, that's why I said at the beginning that this is kind of one of the more fun committees <laughs> at Covenant because, um, you know, there's been times when we've heard about, you know, someone somewhere, well, I could reach three more villages if I just had a motorcycle for a thousand dollars and we were like yes <laughs> we will give you a motorcycle so you can reach out to three or four more villages and so just <clears throat> to hear those stories and then hear back you know what god had for them when they did get to those villages it's it's really amazing oh yeah that 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 is amazing i know we have um started to put in well we've been doing this for several years now Every week in the e-news, I'm going to cough. I'm sorry. I just have this tickle in my throat. Um, we've, um, you have provided us with stories from our mission partners. We share in the e-news almost every week. And so that's, that's been really fun to be a part of and to be able to read those and see the photos and see how God is using our tithes and offerings not only here in Lafayette, but also around the world. Yeah, it's a really, it's a big desire of the committee to try to bring the congregation into those things that we hear as much as possible. Mm -hmm. um, we do have a lot of partners and there are a lot of stories, so we can't share them all, but um, just to give a piece every week, um, we just want to encourage our church family um, in what God is doing really through covenant, really mm -hmm. through, um, through the faithful giving that happens at covenant. Right. Because 
when we give to covenant 20% or 20 cents of every dollar I give goes directly to missions. Right. Right. That's, that's a significant amount. Right. It's, um, it's really remarkable, um, compared to, um, you know, many of the other churches out there, Covenant has always had a big emphasis in missions. And so it is it is really such a privilege to be at Covenant and to be a part of such a strong effort to bring the gospel to the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then for those of us who are part of the Covenant family, who aren't necessarily a part of the missions partnership team, we were able to celebrate this past Sunday um, with our Mission Celebration Sunday, which started, um, I think, for the first time since I've been here on a Saturday morning with a prayer group. So can you yeah. tell us a little bit about that Saturday morning prayer time and what you yeah. did there? Yeah, and I know that was a time where the weather was a little iffy, I must admit. I was slipped and slid on the way in that morning. Ah. <laughs> uh, but it was um, fun to join with a group of people who came. And um, had a little coffee and donuts, and um, we had some partners there, and so they were able to directly share their um, prayer needs, Mm. and then we were able to pray specifically for our partners, and then also pray um, just for the world missions. It was a sweet time, and we heard some really encouraging things from our partners, Um as they shared those prayer requests, um, Hmm. specifically um, what was very encouraging for me was many of our Purdue partners shared that there is a new openness to the Hmm. gospel among Purdue students. Wow. They said more. And some of these people have been on Purdue's campus, you know, 20, 30 years that this, the students are more open to discuss spiritual things right now than they have ever experienced. And that is so encouraging to me. That is, that's, that is amazing. Yeah. And then we'd love to see more people participate. Um, And that's something we want to do again next year, because it was a sweet time. And I strongly believe because of my mother, Joanne Kuyper's building into me Mm -hmm. that Prayer is, you know, the 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 way we bring um, ourselves and our Lord into these efforts. Um, mm-hmm. Prayer is where it all should start. Prayer is where it all should end. Mm-hmm. Um, prayer is 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 the power that God gives us. Um, so let's use it for missions. <laughs> yes, yes, it's. Um... It can sometimes feel a little flippant, right? To say, well, I'll pray for you. But really, that is that is the best thing we can do, right? Is to pray and then follow that up with action or giving or whatever God else God calls us to do in addition to that. But yeah, yeah. Right. Many of us are not going to jump on an airplane and go to, you know, some of these countries and actually mm-hmm. physically do the work but we can physically be a part of the work by praying about it. Yes. And that's just such an amazing thing about being a part of God's family and about being a part of God's mission is that even if I'm not physically there, I am physically a part of it and spiritually a part of it through prayer and through giving financially. 
and then also through volunteering, like if we're volunteering on Purdue's campus or in our local, local um, greater Lafayette area or going on a short-term missions trip, we've got a team leaving on Friday or Saturday morning to go to Merida, Mexico, right? Right, right. A team leaving um, on Saturday and another team leaving March 25th to go to Merida also. And then a team going to Romania um, to partner with our um, our ministries there in June, June 7th. Yeah. So after a long hiatus <laughs> with COVID, I know we roll both roll our eyes like, oh my goodness, can we, will we ever get out of this? And it seems like we are. Yeah. Trips are back. <laughs> yeah. I'm so encouraged that we get to go again and just, um, just know that when we plan mission trips, we don't call up the country or whoever our partners are and say, hey, we're coming and doing this. No, that's not how they're planned. We call our partners and say, do you want us? Mm. Can we help you? Is there mm-hmm. anything you can do? we can do? And they tell us what they need, if they need. Hmm. Um, and that's important. That's really important. And so these uh, trips are planned with our partners um, being the lead. Mm, that is very important. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience about missions at Covenant? Um, I I think just that I'm just privileged. I just feel privileged to be able to be a part of this. And uh, we just encourage people in the covenant family, if you would like to be more of a part, if you would, um, you know, like to volunteer in some way in missions, um, you're welcome to contact us on the committee, any of the people on the committee, Mm -hmm. including me. um, And uh, we'd like to find a place for you. But as we talked about earlier, we had that prayer booklet for mission celebration, which is still available. Copies mm. are still available. You know, yeah. get that out. You are doing something powerful for missions if you are praying for our partners. So stop mm. by and grab one of those prayer booklets um, and join with us in that way. Yes. And the thing I appreciate about the prayer booklet is that it is full of the names and the and the pictures of the people we support and the ministries we support, and it has specific ways and verses we can pray for each one of those people in all different aspects of their personal life, their ministry life, and um, being, and specifically being on the mission field. So it's not just God bless the missionaries. It's very specific and very, um, very helpful ways that we can pray. And what a great way to teach your kids about missions too, is to bring that to the dinner table and open it up and pray for someone together as a family. I mean, that's an amazing way to expand your children's view of the gospel and what Mm -hmm. God is doing around the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have those available at the, um, at the covenant office. So if you just stop by and request one, or if you call the office, or if you email, um, we can make sure that there's one at the reception desk for you. Um, So yes, great. 
Well, I encourage, I mean, if you read the e-news, you read last week how much um, I love missions and, um, and I just encourage everyone to find, find a partner or find a, um, find someone with whom you can connect, get involved in a mission trip. I'm this, we're not only going to be doing three missions trips for the next three years. We're doing three missions trips this year. So keep your eyes on the e-news, keep your ear to the ground. Um, and maybe you can be on a mission trip that will be coming up in 2024, or I don't know what the plans are for the future, but <laughs> we're always working on them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you can participate um, in some way in missions here at Covenant. Um, so, well, Julie, thank you so much for your time with us today. I really appreciate you spending some time to talk about missions. Thank you for having me. It's a joy. And thank you to our audience, whether you joined us live on Facebook or later on our blog or on our podcast. We are grateful that you spent a few moments of your time with us today. Hope you have a wonderful day.